Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today is a solo episode. It's also a Q&A. I put up a Q&A up on my Instagram last week or the week before about kind of the most common struggles that you guys face when you're trying to lose weight. So first of all, I just want to say a huge thank you for all the messages and stuff like that. It's been a bit, bit of a whirlwind, a bit crazy, and it still hasn't hit me about the qualification of becoming a fully qualified MNU nutritionist. And I've got my graduation coming up in a few weeks. I'm really looking forward to doing that. And there's going to, I'll be meeting a few of the previous guests uh, for, off the podcast as well, which would be really exciting. I've never met some of them. Uh, most of the, the interviews and stuff like that I do via Skype. I'm very lucky that the technology allows that to do allows me to do that. Um, I've met some of the interviewers, obviously, face-to-face, um, like Marty, met Orla, Brian, um, and, and, but most of them have been conducted via the internet or Instagram or whatever it may be. And I'm, I'm very lucky and very blessed. And I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has kind of popped me a message to say good luck in the exams, popped me a message. When the results came out, it's been a whirlwind. Um, for so long, I thought in my head that that I like when I was younger if you've listened to like episode 11 um I kept telling myself that I like, just didn't like school school didn't like me didn't get on with this wasn't clever enough or I wasn't able to do anything and then it's funny when you find something that you're interested in which is kind of helping people and the nutrition side of things that you kind of apply yourself a little bit more and it's it's quite interesting that it's taken to get into my near 30s or yeah 32 now um to try and find something that I do enjoy and now it's just trying to sit back. The notes are still all over my the office and stuff like that from the exams. And I've spoken to a few people who have passed the exams as well, and they've they're feeling the same, that their bodies kind of do a little bit of shock because you've been stressed for so long. It's been fourteen months of hard work, eight hour a week, kind of lectures and studies and exams every week and module exams. But M and U has has definitely changed the way I coach my clients. Definitely changed the way I work with people on a daily basis, face to face and online and it's 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 a game changer so i couldn't recommend it highly enough and it's allowed me to meet people get people on the podcast who i never thought possible and it's coming up to episode 50 which is crazy i've got something special lined up for that and i'm really excited for that it's going to be a special episode and i'm i'm, I'm really really excited um for who the guest is and i'm i'm buzzing for that one so this one is a solo episode. I've got other interviews lined up. I've, I've had one I've one recorded already. Ones are being recorded on Thursday. Today is the 12th of November, so I'm very organized. Have a little bit of kind of a, a relaxing day back into coaching clients later on. So I thought I have like an hour. So I'll try and get a podcast recorded while I have a bit of time off. And then I'll go in and train. So the, the episode today is kind of the most common struggles that you guys have. And thank you so much for all the messages that came in. So I'm going to try and cover maybe the four main ones. And then who is the person that's on the podcast on Thursday is going to cover a few of the other ones in a little bit more detail, a little bit more scientifically, and break that down for you and allow you to understand it in, in layman's terms and stuff like that, how some of the questions or how your body kind of replies to something like that. Like, so for instance, that you like sugar and how it impacts on your body, that's not necessarily bad for your body and all that kind of thing. So I'm looking forward to how people relate to that because the person on it is like super, super smart. And I, I love the fact that I can get super, super like nerdy people on that can potentially explain a little bit more than I can and could break it down into a little bit more depth than I, could, I can. I'm working towards that. 
but I'm I'm a good bit away, so I'm gonna leave it to the experts and be able to talk about that. So the first kind kind of kind of common struggle that you guys kind of spoke about was about kind of having motivation. So this is a kind of question that comes up an awful lot, both through Q and A's and just kind of messages on Instagram. And through kind of when I do my consultations, either over the phone for online coaching or face to face, um, when I am I'm bringing on people, fa- um, when I'm doing initial consultations, when I'm talking through people face to face as well, which is about motivation. How do I stay motivated? How how do other people stay motivated and stuff like that? My personal opinion is that motivation is absolute utter bollocks. Um, it's it's a, it's for so many of us, we kind of read all these books, we look at people on Instagram we put these people on pedestals. So I had um, Mickey Smith um, and Emma McQuaid, the two CrossFitters on, uh, who competed in the CrossFit Games last year, or this year, should I say, and fingers crossed they qualify for again next year. And we spoke about the motivation side of things and how they stay so motivated. And their answer is they just get on with it. There's no secret remedy to it. It's about putting one foot in front of the other, tying the shoelaces in the morning, putting the shorts on, shorts on or the leggings on, whatever it may be, and just getting on, getting on with it. Like there's no secret recipe. It's about what your reason why is. Why do you want to feel better? Why do you want to fit into your clothes? Why do you want to? Why do you want to? Why do you want to lose the weight? Why do you want to be bigger? Why do you want to be stronger? And kind of relaying into that so what i've started to do now that works for me it may not work for you guys is to use a journal i i've spoken about this a good bit i was on monroe fitness or jason monroe was on a little while ago and we spoke about this about journaling and i do a positive affirmation at the end of the night so i write down what happened that day and then i have three or four points at the end of the day a positive affirmation say i trained today I smashed a PB or something small like, oh, my client did a PB or my client had an amazing check-ins to say and something like that. And that positive affirmation helps me to stay motivated and helps me to stay on track. Like I'm sitting here now procrastinating a little bit about kind of going train. Didn't sleep great last night. Uh, just to my head just being on wind outside being mental um, against my window and stuff like that. Didn't sleep great. But I'm going to go walk into, into the gym about a 20 minute walk in 20 minute walk home and then i've got clients afterwards until nine o'clock tonight so i i've got a little bit of a break now but i'm going to do this for you guys and try and help you guys um because that's my ultimate aim if this if this whole podcast resonates with one person well then the podcast is worth recording and i'm very grateful who i've had on so far so the whole thing about motivation it is absolutely bollocks we fall into this victim mentality and put these people on pedestals that these people are almost special. I know there's likes of David Goggins and stuff like that who's who is extreme. And but he is he has had kind of the, the crappy life at the beginning. Whoever if you don't know who David Goggins is, he was in the army. He was obese. And if you type him in, he's very, very extreme. His podcast or his audiobook is incredible. It's a very it's a very different type of audiobook in that it's kind of a podcast as well. So someone else reads the book and then they interview him um after the chapter and get him to explain the, the the stories and the anecdotes from that as well it's an amazing book so definitely listen to that if you follow him on on instagram as well he is good but he is he is marmite some people love him some people hate him i've i kind of go in intermittently through his kind of content and stuff like that and some little pieces re- resonate with me and stuff but the whole thing about this victim mentality we put these people up on pedestals we feel that we aren't good enough to be able to do this we fall into this victim mentality of stories we're telling ourselves that we shouldn't be able to do this x y and z lose a x money mate we can't be happy with ourselves looking a certain way we can't fit into this dress we can't lose weight all this kind of crap and that's 
just the story we keep fucking telling ourselves and that's going to be the kind of the 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 whole story for the whole the podcast today is we do keep telling our our, our story like there is a quote that i got from a book today so if you, some of you guys are aware that there's a book called the daily stoic um it's an amazing book it's by it's by ryan holiday and it's based on stoicism so the way the book works that for each day of the calendar year it has a quote uh, from Marcus Aurelius um, and then it explains it and gives a little synopsis afterwards so I'm op- I'm recording this podcast on the 12th of November uh, 2019 and I'm looking I've opened up on the page here and the the title on it just so happens to be the strong accept responsibility so the quote by Marcus Aurelius is if we judge as good and evil only the things in the power of our own choice then there is no room left for blaming gods or being hostile to others so essentially what that's kind of saying is we do control our attitudes and our responses to such events. So but the book stops at us ultimately. Like if we don't want to, if we don't want to train, well then we don't want to train. But don't kind of come up with some sort of excuse that you've kind of sat in the cage now, that you it's raining outside. You don't, you, you just don't want to train. Uh, and that's fair enough. But you don't come back to and give out that way potentially why you're still in the same position and then kind of blame your coach or if you're that's if you're working with a coach um or if you're not working with a coach i potentially do that to kind of keep you accountable and i've done that before when i've fallen into a little bit of a rut in my training i've worked with coaches before and it has helped and now i'm at a stage now where i feel a lot more comfortable in how i'm feeling how i'm looking i'm not counting my calories I am keeping my head down, kind of training four or five times a week. I know I could probably could be a little bit bigger, could be a little bit leaner, but I'm happy enough. My clothes are fitting okay. I had probably gone to a little bit like outside, like you know how you feel yourself. Felt a little bit kind of chubby, um, is the word. Um, a, a few weeks ago, went on a mini cut, probably a little bit too extreme, um, and I stopped that and kind of just eating when I when when I want. Um, still having my ice creams a day, still having my uh, or my ice cream singular, should I say? Still having my Magnum a day, and it's kind of I'm aiming to hit kind of roughly around the kind of three thousand three twenty three thousand two hundred calorie mark. But that's for my goal. That's not for anyone else's. But my protein is the biggest thing that I'm looking for. It's like the 170, 180, 190 mark. I'm definitely hitting over that. Um, and the the motivation for me at the minute is just try to look look and feel good for my graduation coming up in the next little while i've got to kind of two weeks i'm not going to do and nothing's going to extreme is going to happen in those two weeks i'm not going to go on a crash diet i'm not going to go and kind of eat a load of load of food and put on a load of fat i'm not going to i'm just going to keep my head down get my training sorted keep working with my clients make sure they're getting the most out of keep putting out content for you guys and that's my motivation my motivation is I, I could be tired and stuff like that. I'm a little bit tired today because I haven't slept very well, but I still want to be able to put out content for you guys. Uh, you guys are the most important thing to myself in the fact that if you guys resonate with anything that I've said at all, which hopefully you have on any of the episodes um, so far, well then that that's my motivation. That keeps me going. So every time you guys share up on Instagram or if you pop me a message on a DM or pop me an email or a text, whatever it may be, and you've said you hit a goal or you've hit you're feeling better in a dress or you something resonate with you in the podcast that's my motivation that fuels my motivation it doesn't necessarily have to be a look in the mirror motivation it could be that you're hitting a new pb it could be how your clothes are feeling it could be that you've got a little bit more energy you're able to run around with your kids 
you're able to kind of go into the shop and not feel guilty for buying the chocolate bars or whatever it may be. And like music, music and podcasts and audiobooks are great. But if you just keep listening to them, looking for the, the secret answer, you're not going to find them in that. It has to be internal. It has to be an emotional trigger with yourself or why you want to go and do something. It has to be your reason why you need to find that. And that's the most important thing. My reason why is to, to, to look and feel good. I have this picture of myself about two and a half years ago. And when I got sick and I'm, I probably weigh about three stone or three and a half stone less than I do now. I look so ill, I look so gaunt, and that's my fuel never to go back to that place again. That's my that's my kind of physical, that's my that's why I'm in the gym. I could be bigger as a PT. I know that. And I, I and this comments made to me sometimes that from other other people in the gym floor and stuff like that, they look at you kind of saying, um and I've had some comments coming up from from the from the gym and stuff like that. Oh, you're how are you a PT? You're not and you kinda of get this look and up and down. I remember that being over in thailand in april and when people say you're you're when you say you're a pt people look you up and down and you're like you're like yeah i'm a pt uh, i don't necessarily have to be absolutely ripped to shreds but i still have to be in okay shape like i don't want to be that pt with a keg belly or whatever there's nothing wrong with that but i want to be able to promote balance to you guys and that's why i've come so i'm so open about having a magnum like i've had uh, i put in chocolate into i put one or two squares of chocolate into my porridge in the morning to get that crunch to get that endorphin kick in the mornings and i still include that so that like that's my motivation so to sum it up with the with staying on track and being motivated it, you need to find your reason why write down like the pros and cons what is your goal make it a realistic goal and kind of like what I'm saying a realistic goal is to say if you have potentially three or four stone to lose, you're not going to lose that in four weeks. How long has it taken you to put on that weight? How long has it kind of, how many bad habits have you created by doing that? So I would potentially work on creating small little habits by getting out for a walk every day or every second day, going to the gym three times a week, booking in with a PT, booking in with an online coach, booking in with whatever to keep you accountable, making small little changes to your diet, not buying the multi-packs in the shop. They can be your little triggers and that could be your reason why. So overall, motivation is absolutely not your bollocks. You just need to figure out what you want and to see if you really want it rather than kind of sitting there falling into this victim mentality of putting these people on pedestals and fucking getting on with it and I'm afraid to say that's the honest opinion and that seems to be the honest opinion of whoever I've spoken to whether it be Shane Finn whether it be Brian Keane whether it be anyone I've spoken to the ones the people are at the kind of the top game top of their game are the ones that have kind of just got on with it plugged away in the background they plug away work really really hard and then you guys only see we all like including me, we only see when they have kind of hit peak performance. Like you say, Bolt, you don't see him, the amount of training and stuff. The only people, the only thing people concentrate on about you say, Bolt is the fucking chicken nuggets and the nights out and stuff that he has and Cristiano Ronaldo, the nights out that he had. People put those people up on pedestals saying they're doing X, Y, and Z, but they're training a lot, a lot harder. They are putting their, their ass on the line every week in front of the media, everything like that, but you don't see the hard work they're putting in. Their motivation is to be the best, and that's their trigger. That's their small little steps each day, each day, each day, um, and that and that's the, that's the truth. So, so I would say, cop the fuck on motivation. You shouldn't be looking for external motivation. You need to look for internal motivation and look within. Write down what your reason why is, and kind of go from there. So I hope that's helped. The second one that I'm kind of going to speak about is going off track at weekends this came in an awful lot 
um, about people kind of going off track on weekends. I did a podcast a little while ago on kind of staying on track after weekends and stuff like that. And um, what this is kind of one of the most common struggles that a lot of people come to me face to face online is when they fill in the questionnaire is kind of how how different their food is. And I have two questions on the on the questionnaire kind of saying, how is your food during the week? And how does it differ on the weekend? And they're, they're miles apart. It just happens that some people's like think that on the weekends, they kind of just go off on this crazy thing because they're not at work, they're out with friends, they kind of just go off the rails. And then they kind of fall into like a guilty mentality of, oh, I've had loads of drink, I've had loads of pizza, all this kind of stuff. And their plans go off. So it's like, I've had one pizza, I've had one takeaway, so I'm not going to ruin the whole weekend. I know when I was in college, or if you're kind of starting off with a graduate program in one of the accountancy firms, the lawyer firms, your weekends can start on Wednesday and your body can recover and stuff like that. But you're you're kinda you're kinda ruining your progress there. Like you can still see you can still I've spoken about this before on one of the episodes about booze and how it impacts on body composition. BDC Carpenter or Ben Carpenter has spoken about this a lot on Instagram as well. Like if you're out in the piss every weekend, your body composition is gonna be ideal. But if you are if you are kind of having the odd night out here and there well then that's okay your body composition will be okay so what i try to get all my clients to do whoever is boozing or whatever it may be is trying to make a plan in place so if you know you're going out for dinner on the friday or saturday so what i give all my clients is a little booklet of kind of tips for eating out um on weekends out in restaurants out with friends they don't feel um, supposed guilty in inverted commas feeling awkward on nights out particularly if they're trying to lose weight should they tell their friends all this kind of stuff is it depends if you are a person that enjoys a starter on a main or a main dessert so if you're having a dessert you could order a sorbet if needs be if you want to have a proper dessert like a well not a proper dessert that's the wrong term but if you want to have like a piece of chocolate cake or a cheesecake well then potentially don't have a starter order extra veg with your main if you're eating your main and you've ordered chips we'll try not to try to eat the veg first and the the meat second or the meats first the veg second and then see if you've got space or if you're full um for the chips and stuff like that order extra veg don't even eat the chips if you don't want them don't order chips if you don't want to order veg there's nothing wrong with chips or anything like that but if you're trying to stick to a plan potentially order rice order potatoes whatever it may be more nutritious choices there's no such thing as good or bad food as i keep saying but some people just seem to struggle with that idea and we've been brought up from the media and stuff like that which a lot of people that's why i love the fitness industry at the minute there are cons to the fitness industry game changers but there are pros to it that there's so many people out there with that are either evidence-based like myself or there's other people that are trying to push kind of the, the, the whole thing of eating when you're hungry eating enjoying your food uh, eating food that you enjoy all that kind of stuff so tips for the kind of the weekend and kind of going off track what i try to say to my clients is you can either reduce your calories for the week so for the five days of the week while you're at work and you can enjoy your weekend and so aim for a weekly calorie target so say if you have a daily calorie target of say 2000 calories the seven days in the week you have a weekly calorie target of 14,000 calories if for instance that you go out on a friday night and for whatever instance you have say four thousand calories because you've drink loads of food you had a takeaway that means that you've got ten thousand calories for the to eat between the last the rest of the six days that restricts you a little bit but it still makes you uh, on a deficit if that's your calorie allowance if you need me to explain that a little bit more or if you if you're unsure what i've just spoken about just pop me a message or pop me a dm but i hope that makes sense the other option is you could if you go out and say the friday night reduce your food saturday and sunday potentially stay away from the takeaways 
I know when you're you're hung when you're hungover, you're a little bit dehydrated. You look for salty food. You go for a takeaway. I would I advise you to either cook your food for the the night before, have leftovers from kind of your lunch or whatever it may be, if possible. Go to the shop, go out for a walk, go to the shop, whatever it may be, something small, little like that. But if you do have a takeaway, press the reset button and go again. Trisha Transformations talk about talks about that a lot on Brian Keane's podcast and Paul Germany's podcast, who have been very lucky to have on talks about pressing the reset button and then going again there's no point in dwelling on what you potentially have done like one week out of 52 is not going to derail your progress but if you let that slip into say six seven eight nine weeks that's potentially going to not derail your progress but it's going to slow down your progress so it's about kind of once again it's with the motivation thing it's remembering your reason why and then if you potentially do not press the reset button then don't give out you're the only one that can keep yourself accountable there's only so much a coach or a someone can keep you accountable you have to be like you potentially only are seeing your pt maybe two or three times a week you there's a lot more hours in the week that you are on your own you can message your, your pt or your coach as much as possible and that's amazing if you've got the right coach which is most important thing make sure that you have a little bit of aftercare from your coach not only just the two or three hours that you're spending with that person make sure there is an after after service with that person and keep meshing them using them as their service and that's that's what i try to do with my clients is kind of i voice note i'm crazily on my phone that's probably at the detriment detriment of my own social life and stuff like that but i i enjoy it because if i can help one person along the way on their journey that's my job made and that's that's what i want to do and there's so much bullshit out there there's so much got information overload it's very hard to decipher what is kind of right and what's wrong and fitness at the minute is very black or white there's a lot of kind of evidence-based um people there's a lot of kind of other like i don't know there's some people that are just promoting they have the abs and stuff like that and promote absolute shit products like ab trainers and all that kind of stuff waste waste trainers and all this kind of shit and it's just like it angers me so i went completely off track there so i got with with, with the weekends you can aim for a weekly target and include it in your weekly target you could reduce your food for a couple of days afterwards or you could make a plan for that day and kind of say i'm not gonna have breakfast enjoy my lunch i'm gonna enjoy my dinner get a little bit of extra veg and then if you want to have a glass of wine have a glass of wine but you don't necessarily need to order the bottle of wine if you do have the bottle of wine if you do have the takeaway whatever it may be press the reset button and go again hope that makes sense next one that kind of came in was i have a busy job how do i stay on track so the one thing that kind of comes up again and again is this story that we keep telling ourselves that we have this busy job we can't fit in a schedule there everyone's on the go these days we work mental schedules my schedule is mental but i still manage to get my training in but the argument you're going to argue back is oh shane you work in a gym so you've got a little bit of time in between clients but i don't i i make sure like i have what my i'm looking at my whiteboard at the minute I write down at the, on a Sunday night, I say I want to train four or five times a week. That's my goal. Every Sunday, the following Sunday, I look back and say how many goals did I tick. I want to say I want to put an X amount of posts out here over the posts. I want to record one or two podcasts, depends who's coming on, who I've booked in. If I'm going to do a solo episode, if I'm going to do a Q&A, I want to do talk to X amount of clients to onboard online or face-to-face. I want to talk to X amount of people in the gym. I want to have X amount of classes, X, Y, and Z. They're small little goals, but they kind of push me along in my process. But your argument back is, well, you're working in the gym all the time, so you're going to be kind of around the machines all the time. Yeah, but I still have to kind of 
work around my kind of the business side of things with kind of like my social side of things plus my my me time and that's what i make sure is and that's what leads into the motivation thing again i make sure that i've kind of got that hour hour and a half booked off four or five times a week i'll just stick the headphones on zone in zone out people know or the other trainers know in the gym when i've got my headphones on they're not going to come over if i got my hood up when i'm training like potentially legs and stuff like that yeah i'm one of those that they know not to kind of disturb me and stuff like that i'm very antisocial when i'm training it's potentially something i need to work on but it's just the way i kind of train and i've kind of tried to up my intensity a little bit now because i'm kind of looking after my own training and i'm enjoying it and i'm taking progress photos and i'm seeing a big huge difference in how that's another thing with the motivation is take progress photos every so often take progress photos that kind of every two three four weeks and then look at them every kind of three weeks and that's kind of the photos that i put up on instagram with my trans client transformations i get my clients to take the the photos some clients aren't comfortable with those photos at the beginning but then after a little while they kind of say all right i can see x y and z potentially the scale isn't moving down but they're they're kind of there's their waists are coming in their arms are coming in their shoulders are leaning out their faces leaned out you're like oh, I didn't realize I was in that position and I'm so proud of myself now for going a little bit further and pushing myself a little bit further. But back into kind of busy job, staying on track. Richard Branson, who is the owner of Virgin, he has yeah he has all this money and stuff like that but he still manages to get training in. The Rock has a gym. This is, These are two extremes, but we live in a world of extremes and these are extreme examples. But The Rock has a gym that travels around it with him on sets. He makes sure he gets his training in. Um, and but once again, we may put these people on pedestals, but they're the examples that we go to. We go to, they, we go to those extreme people. We we look at their social media and kind of say, he's doing X, Y, and Z. Why can't I do that? He knows what his his reason why is. His reason why is he wants to look in sick shape, which he does for movies, for the job, and that's his job, and that's what he does. Make it the most important thing is oh, so, say if you have the kids and stuff like that, which a lot of people do. If you're with your partner, you could say to your partner, "What well, could you bring the kids to work?" This may or may not work. It depends. The situation is, could your partner bring them to work, or you get up before the kids go to school, whatever it may be, or make sure that you kind of got an hour in the evening or half an hour in the evening to get out for a walk, clear your head, stick a headphone on, stick a podcast on, stick on whatever it may be, and make sure to try and make it a routine. Start off with kind of two or three times a week. And then if you need to build it up from there, book in with a coach or a trainer and that would maybe keep you accountable. And that's what a lot of people do, protect, protect especially the kind of the, the, the PTs that are kind of in, when I worked in town, a lot of the people that were in there were kind of working professionals that were literally, lunchtime in our place was mental because people had like 45 minutes of their lunch they want to get a session. That's the kind of style that I mean, make it a routine, make booking kind of those two hours a week for yourself booking with a trainer and then obviously sometimes life gets in the way sometimes stuff can come up with the kids sometimes meetings can happen and stuff like that but then it's just about kind of pressing the reset button can i fit this in somewhere else in the the week can i get it in on the weekend oh what about my husband's 40th and stuff like that well then enjoy the 40th don't fucking put yourself in a bad position put in a, put yourself in a bad mental position i've i've kind of you've derailed your progress you've gone to, you've made the small step of kind of maybe going to the gym once or twice that week and maybe you've you've missed your third session well then just don't act the fucking maggot with the food press the reset button go again and then try don't try to go four times next week just try to plot along with the three sessions three sessions is more than enough for most people i'm a, i'm a trainer and stuff like that 
I have I want to train four times or five times a week. Potentially four is kind of my max capacity, five at the minute because I feel I feel in the mood, I feel motivated and stuff like that. But I would say four is my sweet point. So sometimes life gets in the way and it's just about kind of resetting, finding ways, writing down on a calendar where you can fit your schedules in and planning for the week ahead. And that's what I do every fucking week. Figure out what your reason why is. Why have you got an event coming up? Have you got it? You want to get into a dress, you want to get into a suit, you saw a photo you're not happy with. And just that's your reason why. Like I, I met Steve's weight loss, who I fucking love. And I just like speak about Steve so much on this podcast. He's like he's he's amazing from his story. I met him at the, the event that I was very, very lucky to speak at that Layla, who's a previous guest, uh, invited me on to be on a QA panel. And he has had he's diagnosed with testicular cancer, he's had one ball removed, and he's mental strength to kind of power through now he's a guard. He's on his own weight loss journey. His motivation goes up and down. Follow him. He spoke, put up a post yesterday, which was the 11th of the 11th, uh, if for anyone that wants to go back to it. And he's back on his journey now. And he's found his reason why again. There are going to be dips. And it's just about kind of plodding along. And there's Shane Fina, who I had on as well. He spoke about, he doesn't enjoy the run. He goes through that same, when, he, when people are running, they kind of, the first five minutes are hell. Like your body's just like, what the fuck are you doing to me? That he still goes through that hell, but he's just about his mental strength, why he's doing it, figuring out why and pushing himself through. But make the plan. So busy job, it's not really an excuse. It we all have the same twenty four hours in a day. I'm up at stupid o'clock in the morning, late at night as well, and I pencil in where I can get my training in, where I can get my meals in. Potentially I'm a little bit OCD on that side of things, but it works for me. It may not work for you, but if you're kind of saying to yourself and you're not doing this at the minute, why not try it and try to pencil in where you can get your workouts in, even get your walks in, go out with the dog, get the kids involved, go out for walks on the weekend or something like that. And that will make a huge difference to you and hopefully that helps. Next one that came up, I think this is the fourth one, is kind of grazing. Uh, grazing, for anyone that isn't unfamiliar with what that term means, is that you're kind of, you're potentially bored at home or you're angry, you're lonely, you're tired at home and you're kind of rooting through the process for food, you're not even hungry, you don't even know what you want, and you're just eating for the sake of eating. And that's potentially a habit that you've created. And I'm not saying it's it's a great habit, but what you could do is potentially create a new habit. Habit, on average, takes about 66 days to create. And what I potentially look at, look at if you're, so there's a book called Slim by Design by Ron, Brian Wansink. I've spoken about this before. Rebecca worked this book is is great. It's old school, but it has a lot of kind of stuff that does help. And for some reason, this analogy or this little cue has resonated with me for some reason. If you are in your kitchen and your kitchen are glass, well then don't put the kind of the, the multi-packs or don't put the chocolate into the glass because when you walk into the kitchen, you're going to see them and you're going to reach for them. If your presses are wooden, put the put the put the food in there. But what you can also control what goes into those presses. Do you really need to go out and buy those multi-packs? What's the difference between you having one chocolate bar and having six, seven chocolate bars, whatever it be? If you're savoury, what's the difference between you having one pack of crisps and loads of pack of crisps? I've got one of my girls at the minute, she's having a, maybe think two or three packets of crisps a week, but she's still on track. She's smashing. She's down 11 kilos so far, but she's absolutely smashing. She's making sure that she has the food she enjoys, making it work for her and going again. It's like Steve's weight loss. He loves a scone. He makes that work for him. If Like, why are you buying the multi-packs? You know the multi-packs are going to be your weakness. You're going to eat them all. Why not buy one one chocolate bar 
use that as kind of the the coping mechanism for that but potentially if that person has a kind of a binge eating disorder well then i would go and kind of go out and seek professional help and i've spoken about that before as well but the most important thing is about grazing like most of the time it's boredom you're kind of sitting there watching netflix you're sitting there with your partner lying on the couch or whatever it is watching some crap on netflix uh you're probably bored you're just walking around the kitchen looking for something to eat first thing you see like the one the first thing you see potentially is fruit you're like no i don't really want that and you reach for the ice cream you reach for the biscuits you reach for it or whatever it may be it's no problem on having one biscuit two biscuit but don't make this seven eight nine ten biscuits and eat the whole packet bring them in get like, eat them enjoy them slow slowly eat them fall into these habits of kind of reaching for convenience and it's just about controlling it. you really need that food if you want it fair play but don't give the don't give out if you've eaten a multi-pack um, and wonder why you're not hitting your goals. You need to you need to look at why you've potentially eaten that multi pack. Is it because you're? I use a whole system. I've spoken about this before. Are you hungry, angry, lonely, tired? Head out for a walk. Read a book. Go to the gym. Do something. Uh, don't just accept that I'm a graze. That's a story you're telling yourself again. It's your opinion of you. It's not set in stone. And this can change because it's an opinion. It's not a fact. You need to realize that you've told yourself that you're a potential grazier. You're, you've re, you've told yourself this for so long. And that's the habit that you've created, that you've kind of got this mentality of, of every time you kind of wander around the kitchen, kitchen, you've told yourself, all right, I'm a grazier. So it's, it's acceptable to eat it. I'm not saying good and bad foods, all that kind of stuff. But what I am saying is that you've told yourself this story and you kind of are giving out where your goal is and stuff like that. And small little changes the smallest change of not buying the multi-pack and potentially only buying one or two of the chocolate bars rather than buying the whole fucking thing is a huge win mentally. You can still have those chocolate bars, but you don't necessarily... And that like some people think when they kind of buy protein bars, they are essentially healthy and stuff like that. But if you you can get a bit of Greek yogurt and a small fun-sized Snickers for the same amount of calories and there's more protein in that and it's cheaper um, than an actual protein bar, the pro- quality of the protein isn't in a protein bar isn't great but if you went out and got kind of a snack size uh, snickers or something like that or a chocolate bar and a bit of greek yogurt you're gonna have more protein less calories and you'll have you'll save money in your wallet as well so that's one little thing that could help the last kind of point for you guys is kind of impatience um a lot of people we are kind of living in a now generation i sent out an email i wrote up an email today that potentially go out today or tomorrow or tomorrow i think and I kind of alluded to the song Patience by Gary Barlow and as cheesy as this sounds I don't know if people are going to start laughing at this or whatever but I it, it came into my head this morning I was like oh, I have to write this down while it's in my head but we all live in a now generation we reach for our phones we can do everything by our phones we can do bank transfers we can top our phones if you're still on that kind of system we can do anything we can we can send money to each other via Revolut text message WhatsApp phone calls video conference whatever it may be and one of the things that we kind of look at a lot is social media and social media is a great thing it it it's it's amazing at uh, the power of it i wouldn't be able to do what i'm doing i wouldn't be able to get the people that i'm getting on without social media um unless old school method of kind of looking up the phone book but who the fuck's in the phone book anymore patience is a big thing patience is a virtue and we kind of look at social media put these people up on pedestals again and think to yourselves, how can I get this body? Why can't I get this body? Like comparison is a thief of joy and we put these people up on pedestals. But the biggest thing that we kind of say to ourselves is, oh, I, I need to lose say three or four stone in six weeks before this wedding or whatever it may be. 
but you and then you kind of give out after two or three weeks you've gone gung-ho in the gym and then you give out and you are you give up and you're like you're back to square one what you need to realize is how long has it taken you to put on that weight how long how many years has it taken for you to kind of put on that weight slowly 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 it's going to be the same thing with taking it off it's not a miracle like you can hire a PT, you can hire a coach, but the biggest thing that I don't want to do, I've turned away people that are looking for quick fixes and I hold my hands up to that. I've lost revenue from doing that. I just won't do it. I've had people, I try to change habits. I try to change people's mindsets. I try to change, kind of push people in the right direction with their food and stuff like that. And it's, it's detrimental to how I want to work and how I want to be seen as a coach. I want it to be seen as a coach and not as kind of like an eight week shred kind of person or oh, that's up on Instagram with the abs and stuff like that. I don't want to be that. I want to be, I want to be remembered for doing something and helping as many people as possible, but in the right way and not kind of putting people on fat burners, all that kind of shit. But what you need to remember is that stop being so hard on yourself. You need to realize how long it's put you to, taking you to put onto that weight and then don't give out to whoever you're working with or if you're working on your own, and then kind of fall into the victim mentality again, saying, I'm going to give up. Go the all or nothing approach, then give up. Like That's just kind of causing this vicious circle. And if you are in this vicious circle, reach out to a coach, reach out to someone, pop them a message. It doesn't have to be me. It can be anyone. It can be Paul, Brian, whatever it may be. And just reach out to them, ask them a few questions and ask for a few tips rather than kind of sitting there, scrolling through Instagram, fueling this anger, fueling this kind of food for thought that, like you're not good enough you're not you're not ready to change all this kind of stuff you need to kind of make sure you know your reason why again like muscle gain weight loss is not easy like the the kind of the rules the science of it is 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 easy it's easy to understand eat a little bit more you'll put on weight eat a little bit less you'll lose weight it's like that's science but the other stuff that goes on with hormonal imbalances, all that kind of stuff, we're talking about that from a female perspective before a couple of episodes ago. And thank you very much for sharing that. If you haven't listened to that and you're listening to this as a female, please go back and listen to the female fat loss episode. There's so much information in that for everyone. Our social media fuels kind of like this now feeling, looking at people with abs, living their li- living your life vicariously through other people. If you are unhappy with something, go and do something, but don't go out in the fucking all or nothing mentality. Be patient with what you're trying to do. Enjoy your journey. Set, go for PBs. Book in with a coach. Book in with a trainer. Um, if it's bothering you, don't fucking use it. Don't, don't think that you can't do this. Everyone can do something that they want to. But it's just about wanting enough. It's about working on your mindset and not falling into this victim mentality that you can't do it. Try it. If you fail, which potentially you will fail, everyone fails. We go through these little dips of motivation, which we've spoken about before, and you'll you potentially the scales will go up. So fucking not. The scales isn't the only kind of metric. Are your clothes feeling looser? Are you have, do you have more energy? Do, can you play with your kids? All that kind of stuff, and. It's just about doing it, enjoying it and doing it, booking with a coach, whatever it may be. So guys, I've spoken a good bit about kind of the motivation side of things. So the kind of the motivation side of things is stop putting people up on pedestals. It is a lot of bollocks. It's about putting one foot in front of the other and kind of going from there. Going off track at weekends, it's about making a plan. 
if you go off plan, potentially pressing the reset button and going again. If you have any questions on potentially work going off track on weekends, listen back to one of the podcasts I recorded previously or pop me a DM at Jane Walsh Fitness on Instagram. Busy job and staying on track. It's about making a plan, making a routine. If you've got kids and stuff like that, I have one of my online clients. She is a busy mum and she makes sure that she's kind of like when her kid goes off to bed, her husband um, or partner um, looks after her kid for the hour. She uses her hour for as her me time and she is smashing it. We are down nearly 10 kilos so far and she's like, it's like it's incredible. I think I put up her transformation uh, before. We're talking about grazing and food guilt. Don't buy the multi-packs, control the controllables. If you really want the food, eat it, but don't blame it on anyone else. You've been creating new habits. You've created the habit of kind of buying the multi-packs. you create the habit of boredom eating, grazing. I would advise you to go and kind of buy the book, Slim by Design. It would help you how to kind of like work around your kitchen, all that kind of stuff. Don't just go for convenience about making a plan again. Uh, and you don't have to always be on. There will be little dips in your kind of like your kind of food and all that kind of stuff. But don't just accept that you're a grazer. That's a story you're telling yourself. Don't fall into that kind of, that whole opinion of yourself. It's not set in stone. Like, just fucking, yeah, just own it um, and be an adult about it. Um, like, the funny thing is, there was an analogy I heard recently of, like, kids, kids, when you're feeding them, they will stop when they're full. But as adults, we don't. We will just continue eating. Be like more like a kid when you're eating your food and you will see, you will feel so much better. Um, kids know when they're full, they're like, no, I don't want it anymore. And just kind of use that. And then it's dealing with impatience. How long is it How long is it taking you to put the weight on? Enjoy the journey. Social media feels that if it's fucking wrecking your head, don't use it. Don't think I can't do this. Put people up, don't put people up on pedestals. Enjoy it. It will take a little bit of time, but enjoy kind of the, the mentality, the endorphin kick the feeling that you kind of get from it and kind of go from there. Guys, I hope this has helped. If this episode has helped at all, please do share it up on social media, up on, like it's up on iTunes. Please do leave reviews up on iTunes, up on Spotify. Please do tag me in your story if you've enjoyed this. This has been for you. You guys have sent me questions. I've put this content back out for you. If you are interested in working with myself, I'm not going to be doing like a crazy kind of, January rush or whatever it may be but if you are kind of interested in work myself um, online or um, it's head over to www.chainwashfitness.com and we can kind of book in a consultation and we can see if you're in the right headspace if you can see what your goal is and see if we can work together there is a questionnaire up on the website where you fill in I'll get a notification and we can book in a, a free consultation over a Skype call or over a video call I mean kind of have a chat then guys as always thank you so much for listening I hope it helps so please do share it guys more help more people this helps the more it will help all right talk to you soon guys thank you